Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Chicago Sports Podcast, presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com slash locations. Welcome to CHGO Sports Podcast. My first time hosting this podcast, so I'm not in, I'm not used to saying this podcast it's name. It's different. Um, thank you, Kevin Kaduk, for letting me take your spot. Um, we are coming to you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in beautiful Las Vegas, and the resort and casino and sportsbook itself are immaculate. If you haven't been here, if you haven't been to Circa, you have to come down You're because it out. is absolutely fantastic. We haven't even talked about the stadium swim. I mean, oh. it is six pools, massive TVs. It is the place to hang out 365 days of the year here in Las Vegas. Um, we have a great show for you today. I'm Sean Anderson, your host uh, today. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. You can follow our actual company at CHGO underscore sports. Um, and I am with a weird crew um, from <laughs> CHGO Cubs. We have, and uh, from CHGO Bets, my partner degeneracy, Cody Delmendo. Yo, what's going on? You can follow him at Cody <laughs> underscore CHGO. And the man in the middle from CHGO Bears, CHGO Bears beat writer who will be taking a red eye to make sure he's at the preseason game on Saturday, <laughs> Nicholas Moriano. What's up, you guys? That's going to be fun and interesting, but I'm so glad to be here with all of you. And if you're wondering, wait, what's that, that empty seat there for? Right. Well, we, we're going to bring on Mike Palm, the Vice President of Operations here at Circa. So we're, it's, we have great insight, so we are really look forward to that. And first, um, even though Gary missed the Bears show, we're still going to bring you some Bears news. Um, and, and it's okay that, you know, you missed out on the Bears show. They're going to miss me on the Sox show. They're going to miss you on the Cubs show. But we're still mm-hmm. going to bring some great Chicago sports coverage to you today. Um, we appreciate everyone hanging out with us. And make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you are hanging out and watching with us. We'll be joined by Mike Palm, as Nick mentioned, in about 15 minutes. Uh, but the news from uh, Hallis Hall today from Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields is starting. Didn't start in week two. Did start in week one. 
threw a ton of touchdowns and lit up my phone uh, from my dad saying the Bears are winning the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> it seems like they're going to repeat it again in week three, huh? Yeah, so I think it's a decision that obviously a lot of people are wondering what Matty Rafloos would do because – the state of this Bears team right now, they are pretty injured from the practice. I was just at uh, yesterday at Hallis Hall. They had over 21 guys that didn't practice, and four of the five stars on the offensive line weren't, weren't in there. So Matty Rafloos said he would make this decision based on the guys that would be available, and he feels confident in the guys that are going to go out there block up front for Justin Fields. But I think it's a, a smart decision just to see what he – again, what he, he just shown throughout the training camp – and obviously the one preseason game, he didn't have many pass attempts, you guys, but I think you just want to see him in live action, the live bullets, and see how he operates the offense and you know gets to use DJ more and actually throw downfield instead of these screen passes, which are great, but you just want to see how things operate, and the Bills are going to start Josh Allen, so I think it's a, uh, you know, a fair thing for the Bears to want to see what Justin Fields can do in, in preseason game number three. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, admittedly, I'm not a big, like, preseason guy, like, you weren't drinking the Kool-Aid after the two screen passes? Well, you know, I was I was drinking the Kool-Aid, but it was like <laughs> the moment Fields comes out, it's like, okay, what are the Cubs playing? Like, I'm going to go watch <laughs> yeah, the video. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I've i never been a big preseason guy. So it has been an exciting preseason, and, I, uh, you know, I am excited to see what he does now because obviously he didn't play last week, and, you know, uh, there were still some great things to take away from that game, but I – if you're if you're not Nick Moriano, if you're more like me and you're like, just get me the regular season at this point. I just want to see QB one go out there and first off stay healthy and second mm-hmm. off like light it up for a couple plays so I can really talk myself into this team. Yeah, Gary's <laughs> saying you're hating Tyson Bajant. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Secret Bajant Man in a second. We'll probably even sing the song. Um, <laughs> but uh, the thing with with Fields and and you mentioned it, Cody, like. It's all about staying healthy, and Nick, you were bringing up the Bears really haven't been healthy uh, so far this preseason. Uh, we've obviously heard the news of uh, Komet recently uh, getting banged up, um, but even the state of the offensive line is in uh, pretty bad kind of patchwork shape. Do you want to even risk putting out the franchise quarterback in a preseason game? Yeah, and that's the thing, you guys, and that's probably what was the biggest decision for Matt Eberflus and the Bears team, whether or not it's worth the risk to put Justin Fields out there because the last thing you want to see is him get injured in it. Not, not going to say a meaningless preseason game, but obviously you want to see him healthy and ready to go for the regular season. But I think it comes more to you want to see what Fields can do just from the operation standpoint, uh, standpoint and just see how he kind of – one, commands the huddle, calls the plays. He's doing more by himself where he's audibling at the line of scrimmage, and he gets an opportunity to do that in this uh, game against the Buffalo Bills. I think, was it his rookie season, the Bears actually played the Bills in a preseason game, and he didn't read the blitz right, and he got absolutely lit up off the right edge uh, off a of blitz, and obviously he's come far and long uh, ways from that, but you just want to see him make those proper checks if he has to, but you also just want to wonder... Can the Bears even operate their offense if they don't have their starting offensive line at this point? So I'm really curious to see what the Bears are actually going to call in this game because when you have backups at what's going to be backup at center, backup at probably right guard, potentially right tackle with Darnell Wright having an ankle issue, it it does limit what you can do. But I think just from them, they just want to see them get more live action because they had really good practices in the the joint practices against the Colts and obviously didn't play against the Colts in the game, but it's a good opportunity for him to just kind of get his feet wet and then be ready for the debut against the Packers uh, week one. I'm also fine with 
kind of keeping everything under wraps. I mean, we know what Justin Fields is. I mean, how much or how important are preseason, you mentioned, live reps against the Bills, you know, maybe number two defense? Like, you know, I I mean, we didn't see him really push the ball down the field last uh, last, uh, spring training. uh, Not spring training. See, I got baseball in my head. Uh, Preseason game that he was was in. It was a lot of screens. It was a lot of short Mm -hmm. work. Like, is it now just making sure that he can read defenses, adjust – um, protection so he's not getting lit up and maybe, you know, pushing the ball down the field because, I mean, how much can you really do in six, seven, eight snaps? Uh, for me, when it comes to, like, how many snaps should a, your, you know, your number your number one starters play or whatever, I just think back to when, like, when Nagy was coach and you, like, there were times where it felt like they didn't do it enough because then they'd come out the first couple of games of the regular season and just be super flat, inconsistent, a lot of penalties and stuff like that. So to me, it's like a fine line of like trying to, you know, get the guys ready for week one, which is a very important game. I know our guy Greg Braggs is going to be miserable if they lose <laughs> week one against the Packers. I, too, will be miserable if they lose week one to the Packers. So like getting all the – I do think – Getting reps and and even if it is a preseason game, get in game action at least. I do think it is important just because we've seen in the past when Nagy would just not play his stars at all, it affect that first month of the year almost. So again, yeah, you know, go back to uh, the start of the 2019 season where the Bears lay an absolute goose egg against, mm-hmm. or not a goose egg, but they just come out flat against the Packers week one. It's supposed to be the hundredth year anniversary of the Bears. Mitch didn't play in the preseason. Yeah. You know, Nagy thought, like, hey, he had known enough that he's going to be good to go. And obviously that's not the case here. Just fails to get those reps in the first preseason game against the Titans. But I think, again, you just want to see more. Of the, if they have the opportunity to throw the ball downfield based off the defense, based off the protection, you just want to see Justin kind of throw the ball downfield a little bit, see what it mm-hmm. looks like. Uh, they've connected him and uh, Fields and DJ Moore over the middle of the field consistently throughout training camp. I'm sure Bears fans want to see that too against uh, a team in the Buffalo Bills. But, again, it you, it you look at the offensive line, you just hope that, one, Fields has enough time to make go through his progressions, feel comfortable throwing the ball downfield, and that he's not going to take a hit or, or anything in the process of doing that. But, it, I'm, you know, for me personally, when I'm taking that red eye back and going to show up from, you know, doing shows here and going to uh, Soldier Field, I'm glad he's playing. It gives me something other than obviously Tyson Bajan to go out there and kind of watch out for as the Bears are looking to, you know, uh, not, I, don't, I don't think the result matters in the win column against the Buffalo Bills, but go out there and compete and get some good live reps. And just looking towards week one, we just talked about the NFC North on our CHGO Bears uh, NFL team preview uh, uh, episode. And also, uh, shout out to Gary, who uh, did correct me. Uh, Cole Komet re- uh, seemed back to normal at practice. That's good. I mean, yeah, um, so, just seen that too. Which is, which is good. Uh, so Cole Komet seems uh, all right, so uh, hopefully no worries there. Sorry, we're behind. We're in Vegas, living the dream. Right. I, I was probably sleeping when, when, when Bears <laughs> practice. Started, um, but uh, Mina Kimes said this stat: uh, of these thirty uh, seventy-three QBs with ten plus attempts this preseason, no one has been pressured less than Jordan Love. Um, just mainly showing the Packers' offensive line kicks ass, and and that's as an outsider, right? I mean, I'm, the Bears aren't my team, right? I mean, Nick, this is your job, Cody. I feel like you are a little closer to the Greg Bragg side, where it's it's it's. Bears I are nothing. I care. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I, I do care about the Bears, but I, I have a little bit more of a detachment. Um, like, 
is the offensive line good enough? Because, you know, I mean, Justin Fields can be better than Jordan Love, but it's all about how much time you have. It's all about how healthy that offensive line is. Is there major concern that week one the Bears' offensive line won't be 100%? I think there are some concerns. Um, look, I think Cody Whitehair's injury, he had his uh, hand wrapped, so that kind of moved him from center to guard. But you're looking at Tevin Jenkins, who is going to be missing a couple of weeks there at the left guard position. So he's definitely somebody that will probably not be playing week one. I think Darnell Wright will be good enough to go at right tackle. Braxton Jones has been an Iron Man, uh, so he's, he's going to be at left tackle. So I think for the most part, they're going to go into this game relatively healthy. But the longevity of the season, Sean, I, I really don't have a great answer for you. And I don't think anybody would, would know definitively. But this offensive line on paper is better than the group that they had last year. So if they can go out there full strength, that does give Justin Fields a better opportunity to really showcase the jump that he can make in year three. Yeah. Now I again the that that offensive line. I, I obviously I think it's improved from last year, uh, but can it stay healthy? And for for the love of God, just protect Justin Fields. It right. Is, I get. We were talking about on CHGO bets about you know the win loss, how many like the win loss totals. Like there's so much relying on Justin Fields for it to go over for him to just be on the field and and healthy. And last year. It was incredible to see how a lot of hits that he took and was able to <laughs> to play for most of the season. I mean, that's the one thing about the Bears is, I mean, we were trying to f- poke holes in all the other NFC North teams, but I guess the one thing that sticks out from our conversation is, I mean, the Bears maybe don't have a solid group. Like, maybe the Packers have you know a great offensive line. The Vikings obviously have Justin Jefferson. Um, the Lions have a, a pretty solid just group. I don't, I, I don't awesome. know. Yeah, no, like, they have a really good to offensive down. line too. Um, like, I don't know if the Bears have that solid position. A lot of it's unproven. I mean, even the quarterback. We love Justin Fields. We all think he has all the potential in the world. He's still unproven. The offensive yeah. line, still unproven, even though they might have improved. You talked about the defensive pass rush, still unproven. Mm-hmm. The secondary, Eddie Jackson's there, but, I mean, they're still fairly young. They're, um, it's a young group. For Jalen sure. Johnson and, and, and uh, Kyler Gordon, I think. They, they Obviously, Kyler Gordon, rookie last year. But Jalen Johnson, I thought, took a really big step last year. So he's taking some momentum into this year. And, you know, Eddie Jackson, before he got hurt, he was playing he's way playing better. He's playing good ball. He's Crane playing really turnovers. well. Yep. So I kind of like we were talking about, like, the secondary is something I think we can all feel really good about. It's, you know, can they get, can they get to the quarterback is the big question on that defense. Well, and two, like, I think – and now I'm trying to get, I'm swimming in Bears thoughts. You, you, you ever try to rework a different side of your brain? It's like I, I've yeah. been using my left side of my brain to talk all White Sox, and now I'm using my right side of the brain to talk to talk about Bears. Um, versatile, Sean. Yes. Yes, we're, we're, we're trying our best. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> what you got there, Sean? I don't know. What you, Why am I struggling this much? Um we have 134 people watching right now. Why? Oh, hit um, the like that's button. Appreciate you. Um, the like button. I, I can't believe I'm just absolutely blanking on this. Um, yeah. I go Bears. Go, go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we're good. You know, actually, you, we're, we're oh talking about gosh. the Bears. We're talking about oh, the Bears again. No, okay. Go so ahead. it is week three. There is concern that, hey, maybe it is a risk to play Justin Fields. But, again, they are unproven. And even though it is the most menial – seven, six, five snaps, 
this preseason, it is, again, progress. It's not zero. Um, we were mm -hmm. talking with the White Sox yesterday, like Jerry Reinsdorf maybe firing uh, Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams is to make sure that the uh, – the, the season ticket renewal next year is not net zero, right? It's not below uh, that zero mark. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, you're at least adding yeah. to that experience. Even though it's maybe five this week, five the next week, um, hey, you got ten more plays of experience and ten more plays that you can put on film. Uh, because, again, this is an unproven bunch, but as long as they have that motivation and, you know, they have health on their side, um, you can get lucky in football. No, no, for sure. And I, I think, it, you know, you can't undervalue – I said it again, you know, I've already said un live game reps, right? Because it's something that it's unlike the joint practices that the Bears have with the Colts, that was a controllable setting. This is not in, in the preseason, and that is, I think, very valuable for, you know, Justin Fields at year two of Luke Etsy's offense. So he's going to learn a lot from, from this experience, and I don't think it's going to be more than two drives, you guys, to be completely honest, as we're, um, you know, going to watch what, what happens on Saturday with, between the Bears and Bills. But mm -hmm. hopefully we just see a quarterback – and I've seen it in training camp that shows command, control, conviction as he's going out there leading this offensive unit regardless of who is in or out. And I think if we see that, and even if the Bears don't score, they, they look competent, they're moving the ball downfield, they're not having these pre-snap penalties, you can, I think, as a Bears fan, feel, okay, one, Justin Fields was able to do lead the offense, but also he's, he's getting out healthy, and that's the most important thing as we're looking in that uh, third preseason game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, thankfully uh, the chat is giving it to me uh, for, for that absolute <laughs> I brain feel, fart. Hey, <laughs> I feel bad good. for you, Sean. <laughs> I, I, it's, I was it's trying okay. to save you. you know, I, it's all good. We, we did our best. <laughs> Listen, you're doing, you're doing way more than me, and so I, I give credit to you for trying. Apparently a little rusty here, and this is, this is why they do preseason games. Yeah, this exactly. Is, is, they, <laughs> get, they shake all that rust off. That uh, rust we, off. we got 146 people watching. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, only 24 likes. Uh, if you are hanging out you are a subscriber you are a diehard you are a part of this family already make sure you are liking it helps us grow um, you could see that we're in beautiful Las Vegas already uh, we're gonna be joined soon uh, by Mike Palm the VP of operations for Circa and uh, we are here at Circa Resort and Casino for their Circa Million and Circa Survivor contest excited to tell you more uh, about that uh, a little bit later but Gary's bringing it up in the, the chat Nick's bringing it up in the chat secret agent man uh, even Matt Nagy Bajant needs to play with the twos. Bajant will be the second QB out. Bajant needs to go against twos, not threes and fours. I think we're going to talk a little about Tyson Bajant. It's a good segue into Tyson uh, Bajant here, and it's time to present our Taking Care of Business Award presented by ComEd, and it has to go to Tyson Bajant, the undrafted rookie quarterback out of Shepard University. Looking back at the 17-play, 92-yard touchdown drive that he led the Bears unit down against the Colts, it was impressive, you guys. You saw command, conviction in his throws. You saw a guy that was looking at the, the line of scrimmage, looking at Colts defenders off the edge, changing the play at the line of scrimmage. He looked comfortable out there. Just talking to some of his teammates in the locker room after that game, there was a sense of he grew up. He took command. And for Tyson Bajan to show that, it's also created, guys, a little bit of a quarterback controversy as who <laughs> should be the backup. Because right now, through two preseason games in training camp, P.J. Walker has not shown any of the things that I just described Tyson Bajan is doing. So if we see another performance out of Tyson Bajan in preseason game number three and another down performance by P.J. Walker, not only should it be a discussion, but it should be an actual thought that Tyson Bajan could be the backup quarterback 
to Justin Fields for this 2023 season, but he's only done uh, impressive things so far, and we'll see if that continues against the Bills on Saturday. Give me all of it. <laughs> Give me all of it. I want, I want you guys to show him the Carm song. I need, oh, I I need Carm to sing it to him <laughs> in person. Um, and two, like – P.J. Walker, I mean, he's a former XFLer, Cody. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's bounced around with the Panthers. We've seen him. We've seen him. Why not? Why not Tyson Bajan? Undrafted rookie. Let's go. He's listen, got a song, for Christ's li- sake. Listen, all I can say about Tyson Bajan, outside of the 17-play, the 92-yard drive touchdown that led to a touchdown, all I can say is that if he if, – if what we're seeing in preseason leads to if the Bears unfortunately have to use a – a backup or whatever in season, if he is someone that is serviceable, I think we can – it might be the first time since Josh McCown where you felt good about a Bears backup. And, you know, Bears fans <laughs> love their backup quarterbacks if they can, you know, play successful. And a guy that's undrafted, he's got a he's got an arm sleeve too. He's just got a look, you guys, and he has that yeah. command. So, hopefully, I, uh, we see I a will, good performance. I will, I will definitely get on, on the bandwagon for sure. Uh, obviously, I want Fields to be the guy – for, sure. for, for obvious reasons, but, you know, he's a mobile quarterback. If he has to miss a game, I just want to feel like, okay, can he come in there and at least keep the Bears in the game? That's all I want. That's, That's true. literally all I want. I'm never going to ask for anything more out of the backup quarterback. Going to tease everybody for tomorrow. Tomorrow we are going to name the last 10 Bears starting quarterbacks. All right? <laughs> from, from, from memory. All right? I'll go, okay. we'll, go, we'll go from 2022. No cheating. All, all, you know, the past 10, 10 quarterbacks, we'll, we'll go through and we'll see if Nicholas Moriano and, and Cody Domendo can do that tomorrow. All right? I can't. It's going to be um, a lot of pain, brother. You know what? You know what? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of pain. We love our backups. It's going to be a lot of pain. But you know what might actually help me? Well, depending on uh, what it takes, help me get uh, my memory good to, to remember these backup quarterbacks. Sunnyside, guys. Oh, Sunnyside Cannabis Ooh. Dispensary is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. One stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are in your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and in store pickup. Great transparent. Loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. Let me highlight a couple of these for you. Uh, Their house of brands. You have High Supply, which offers quality weed that's always available. Buds are expertly grown, lab tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shake, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrate. You also have good news, you guys. The gummies, rechargeable vape pen, and cart. Perfect for great moments with the crew. And throughout August, uh, head to sunnyside.shop and use the code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off. Your total order, one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anybody can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 or older or have a Illinois Med card holder. And, you know, if you are new to cannabis, their bud tenders can help you out. And also... You can find new roads with our friends over at Ray Chevy. Boom. Uh, Are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are, then we have some great news for you because Ray Chevy and Fox Lake have just joined the CHGO team. And the reason why we wanted to bring them on is because they have just a wonderful business practice. They are uh, fantastic people to work with, and they have a pledge to make sure that you get the best price called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you get into the deal dealership we've all been there or maybe you haven't and maybe you haven't been maybe you're new to the car buying experience sometimes you see a price online and then you go into the dealership and then the car guy starts saying the car guy 
car salesman. Um, <laughs> the car guy. Are, are you a recent <laughs> college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? Cody, are you a farmer? No. No. Not. Okay, um, not. Most people out there will say no and that they won't qualify for these limited re- rebates. That's not the case at Ray Chevy. The price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons to the price ever. And in fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which may make the price lower than you see online. Now through August 31st, you, 31st, you got like seven days left. Uh, all buyers can qualify for zero percent financing, make zero payments until 2024, plus put no money down and Best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963, find new roads. All right. I, I think he's here, guys. Look at that. Look at the timing. He's perfect timing. Great job, he's Mike. Up right now. Wonderful. All right. So uh, we are here at beautiful Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. We are here for Circa Million Five and Circa Circa Survivor. Uh, $14 million in guaranteed prizes. There is no rake, so if entries go above the guaranteed, all extra money will go to the prize pool. Entries opened back in May 25th, and they are still collecting entries right now. It's uh, the big Radio Row event right now, and uh, entries will close September 9th at 2 p.m. You must register in person at Circus Sportsbook in Nevada here. You have good reason to because it is the most beautiful place on uh, in, in Las Vegas. I was going to say on the Strip. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm good enough with the lingo yet to call. Downtown. 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 Okay. I don't. I don't think you're live. Mike is. Mike is here. Um, but downtown. Thank you. Yeah. Downtown. Downtown. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, weekly picks can be made through a proxy uh, from anywhere, and you'll you'll register uh, that here uh, when you do enter. Um, but we are joined now by the vice president of operations here at Circus Sports. Mike Palm, how are you, Mike? I'm good. How are you guys? We're so great. We're we're thrilled to be joined by you, and uh, we're doing some research as uh, good hosts do. And uh, we found out that you're a good old Midwest boy. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. Look at you. So I'm a big Cubs fan. So nice although, talking to the like biggest Cubs fan right, right here. All right, yeah. all right. Like time Iowa Hawkeyes or Iowa State? Like, no, right. Iowa Eastern Iowa is the Hawkeyes, but I went to Notre Dame. So okay. and okay. even though my dad hated Notre Dame, I ended up going to Notre Dame. So, uh, but okay. but a Hawkeye fans growing up, uh, we're so excited because we're targeting September 22nd for opening in Waukegan Circus Sports in I'm Illinois. From, I'm from Wonderful. Waukegan. You are Grew up and raised in Waukegan. Oh, wow. Went to Waukegan High School. So great to hear. So. Um, but we're going to go uh, to the Cubs-Pirates game the night before, Derek oh, and I, and get to go nice. up with Pat Hughes in the booth and the radio call for, for half an inning. So I haven't been to Wrigley in like 20 years. I oh, heard it changed a little changed bit around, a around it at least. Yeah, right? well, <laughs> even, even inside the ballpark is a lot different. Now they've got two big giant video boards. They've changed the bleachers a little bit uh, inside. You know, they've, they've added a couple new, like, suites and stuff. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's different, but still, when you walk up, on, out of the concourse. I'm still sure the friendly confines. Yeah, you're still getting I that hated it when they put lights in. I thought that really <laughs> that really. <laughs> well, you could see better for the night games, yeah. though. Um, so well, you in were 84, well, in 84, yeah, it was WGN, the Superstation, right? Yeah. All the day mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah. In 84, when they, you know, they played San Diego in the NLCS, I mean, Dubuque, Iowa, it's all, you know, there's like 2% Cardinal fans and a few Twins fans, but it's all Cubs fans. Not even any White Sox fans that I know of, but you know we got <laughs> off school on I those got days. There, we worry. got off school on those days to watch the Cubs play the Padres. That's awesome. Right? Wow. Yeah, you got off school because it's a day game. 
Yeah. Right? It's 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 uh it's a one o'clock game. So we would go like half day at school and then they'd let us out. There you go. How come you're not a Cubs fan? What Keegan, you're a North Side. Yeah, guy. my dad grew up a Sox fan, so no, that's just kind of where my bad. allegiance lies <laughs> 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 there. And hey, you're you're in a great spot because now you guys are <laughs> in a wild card and we're firing everybody. It just so. happened to be that he sat next to the one Cubs guy. Yeah, I blew a thousand on the Sox this year. When, when they were six out, they were 300 to one. There was an off-market number at FanDuel, and I bet 1,000 on them to win the World Series. Of course, in the next 10 days, the bullpen blew four games, and it was over. <laughs> I should have bet the Cubs. I would have had a hell of a run here. Oh, I think they're, they're going to be in the playoffs. So I, Before the year, I did bet them to win the division and to make the playoffs. You so did? I did, but I think yeah. they're alive. They're still alive. They're still alive. Yeah. They gotta, if the playoffs started tomorrow or today, they'd be in. They're a pretty tough schedule, but I like the way this team, you know, they seem not to lose two in a row. They fight back in these games. I was watching. And, and you know these games, the night games. Mm-hmm. You know when they when they were seven, eight <laughs> games below five hundred. Yeah. You know back in May and June, and that and it, like Wrigley was like like they were in first place. I mean the crowds were unbelievable for these games. But this team, they'd be down five to one, six to. They just kept fighting in all these mm-hmm. games, like they're too young to know any better. Yeah. Well, and they, <laughs> and w- the first half of the year was very frustrating, but they they also had some some fun moments too, and a lot yeah. of guys too that were. You know, kind of outperforming what me what many people expected, and you know, here they are. They got hot right after the All Star break, and they're they're in a race for the first time in a handful of years. So it's I'm exciting su- times. Surprised Cody's not gloating because we did like a company outing to the Cubs Sox game where the Cubs walk off the White Sox. I thought the White the Sox were going to stop Hummer. all their momentum <laughs> winning those two games, and yeah. the, Sox the Sox bullpen Sox, is just yeah. ludicrous. How bad the Sox bullpen has been this year. I mean, well, it's a joke. They came in spending 33% of their payroll on the bullpen, yeah. and then they end up trading everybody. Yeah. And They had too many closers, right? Too yeah. many closers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a good problem to have. It was a good time. It was a great, one of the best moments I've been at Wrigley when Morrell hit that walk-off yeah. homer against the Sox. Electric. It was electric. Um, Mike, we're excited to talk to you about uh, these great contests that you have no, going on. who cares? On. Let's talk about Chicago. Okay. I don't know. Right. I'm just kidding. Right. We, we get I just was back to Chicago over Fourth of July. Well, I went to Eastern Iowa to see my mother, and uh, we did a day trip to Chicago. So I guess it's not the Sears Tower anymore; it's some some other name. We, still but we went to the yeah. Sears Tower. Right. We did a, like a two-hour architectural tour on the Chicago oh, nice. River, and then we went to all the, you know, Millennium Park and uh, uh, Daly Park and all those parks with the kids, and capped it off at Navy Pier. So nice. we did get back because my kids hadn't been to Chicago before. So uh, it was a fun time there. Did you get pizza at all? We, on the trip. And did we, you go deep dish or you go tavern style? Okay. No, no, deep dish. From okay. where? We have to get deep dish. Um, we, were, we were down there by the river. There was, a, there was a place like right on the river, and we were 30 minutes early for our boat rides. I don't remember the place of it, but we had a deep dish, deep dish uh, pepperoni and sausage before we got okay. on the boat. I'll start naming pizza stuff. places, but that's also <laughs> yeah. Not You'll a great be here contest. naming them all yeah. day too. Um, and <laughs> we don't need to do that. Um, but no, I mean, we're we're excited that you guys are going to be coming to Illinois too. I mean, we could just talk about Chicago all you want. I mean, you had the the city of commerce day with your family, yeah. uh, <laughs> enjoying the city. No, so. no, we're really excited. Now, obviously, you have to come to Nevada to register for the contest, so we don't mm-hmm. do them state by state. But obviously. Huge population center there in Chicago and uh, and even in Waukegan uh, on, the, on the north side there and excited to try to bring, you know, that book that you see downstairs. Eventually, when they have their permanent structure at American Place, it's going to mm-hmm. look pretty similar to that. Oh, wow. right? It's going to be a destination place to draw people in to come and watch, That's especially, awesome. you know, Saturdays and Sundays during football, March Madness. You know, in big events, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. So we're really excited about that. The contest, of course, 
Um, you know, we're, this is contest sign-up weekend, so we have big guarantees, 14 million in guarantees. Two very different contests. Mm -hmm. Have you guys? Yes. Are you guys entered now? Have you have you got your entries? We have not we, entered. We, just no, yet. We, we're, we're we're in the process. Well, we'll get, at least we just throw together, throw together, and, and get an entry in Survivor or something. Yeah. Well, we were gonna say if if someone had one K to either put in Survivor or Million, which one would you do? That's would a you? tough question because they're very different. And and the good thing about Millions. The hard thing is picking five games every week. Right. The good thing is 125 different ways to win, right? It pays yeah. the top 100, and it pays by the quarters. Survivor's boom or bust, mm -hmm. but it's so much damn fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems simple. Just pick mm -hmm. a winner each right. week. It's, it's much more complicated. <laughs> For sure. If you, if, you only, if you only have one entry, I would probably do the millions, and I'm a Survivor guy, but because you're not really spreading it out to protect yourself in Survivor, sure. I would want to have at least four entries in Survivor to try to protect myself. I'd do the millions, you know, get together every week, group text, group call, figure out what Fun your five time. picks, argue with each other, you know, yeah. get your picks in, blame each other when they lose, <laughs> stuff like that. Give it, me more reasons fun. to call Sean when <laughs> right. I talk to him every day at work. <laughs> All right. You know who we had a phone call with Derek and I this morning? Tony LaRusso. You know, oh. who I, I think is still running the White Sox. Yeah, he's a consultant, yeah. consultant now. Is he uh, consulting you guys? <laughs> no, he has a charity that has to do oh. with the veterans and the dogs and <laughs> oh, reuniting. Okay. It was a really good. Yeah. They, they wanted to do an event here, but it was um, during Jets weekend. And, like, we're sold out already. Everybody mm. wants to come see Aaron Rodgers when he, when he comes to Las Vegas. So it was just bad time, and we'll try to work around it. But good conversation with him. Derek used to own the 51s, the AAA team yeah. here, and was recalling a night at the winter meetings with Tony, the night that um, the night that Jake Peavy signed the contract, the night that um, uh, Ordonez gets uh, um, Cabrera got traded from Miami mm. to Detroit, and everybody was going after him, and like they remembered, and Larusa remembered that night, and what happened with the agents and all that stuff. It was it was pretty cool. I said Derek's too young; he's older than me. Derek's too young to remember, you know, Floyd Bannister and you know, <laughs> Richard Dotson and the, the early '80s White Sox. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, Lamar Hoyt. <laughs> Lamar I mean, Hoyt. I, I used Lamar Hoyt earlier today with the, Chet the, Lemon. I mean, I, I Harold I, Baines. I, I try to do my uh, my history, Mike. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that that's that's extreme. I mean. If you want to put in a good word, if he's can actually <laughs> consulting Jerry Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, we got a lot of thoughts uh, on our CHGO White Sox show to uh, fix the White Sox. Um, but no, I, I think the where where are the, you on uh, on Anderson on TA? Yeah. Well, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out on that. He's uh, to me, he's a problem. I don't think he's a good clubhouse guy. I, I you know I know Donaldson and Jackie and all that stuff, but. To, to me, I, that's not a t I'm not building my team around Tim Anderson. I think he's had one of the most disappointing years in baseball of anybody. Absolutely. Right? No, I, I, <laughs> if, not, if not the, because yep. I mean, you can look at the, the White Sox and who's you know, creating war for that team, and it's Luis Robert yep. Jr. and then Elvis Andrews. Like, I mean, that's yeah, just, Elvis Andrus yeah. at the end of his career. The active stolen base leader, uh, but everyone wants him out of, out of, out of town. Um, I mean, they're sending Zach Remillard, who's like fifth in, in war, down to AAA. Like, no, it's a, it's a complete mess. He's had the most disappointing season. I, I agree with you that I wouldn't build a team around him, but I do think that he's a great change of scenery guy because if the if the Dodgers picked up Tim Anderson, I yeah. know that Tim Anderson's hitting three thirty, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't think that he's done, and I I still like Tim, and I would root for Tim, but oh, I, I think I get it's people, time to move on. Yeah, I, I, I get I get that, but I don't. I don't are people interested? You know, like I mean, if you are the Dodgers, if you are, he's got a lot of natural team, talent. 
He does. I don't know. He's lost his swing, though. I mean, he's lost his eye for the strike zone. That series in Oakland, he was so bad. Like, he had no concept of what was being thrown to him. Who do you like of their staff? Cease? They're going to build a staff around Cease? I guess. I, I was excited that they might trade him at the deadline. But, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it, with T.A. too, I mean, like, you, you just wouldn't be able to throw him a fastball on the outside part of the plate, yeah. and he would just be able to yeah. hit it into right field every single time, and that's just not there anymore. Um, no, I mean, they're, they're, their staff is just horrendous. I mean, I understand why they fired everybody, but it seems like they're just going to fire Lance everybody Lance, and then move everybody Lance up. Lance Lynn is going to be the number three starter in the playoffs for the Dodgers. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Only pitched well his last couple starts Ooh, in, 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 with the White Sox, but he's going to be the number three starter. It's really going to be Kershaw, Urias, Lynn, unless they put Lynn in to mix up left and right. All they got are the young guys, and Gonsolin only gives you five, so that's not an answer. And they said, go throw your fastball 70% of the time. Yeah. And that's that was the fix. And it's just like, yeah. okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's that's all we needed to do was just change up the pitch selection. Um, no, no, this is uh, this has been fantastic uh, being here in Circa. Um, I guess we've talked a lot about the Bears already. Um, is there any prop Bears-wise, that sticks out to you, um, Mike? I mean, there's a ton that we were looking at. All I um, know is they're still the worst team in the Central, or the North, or whatever you call it. Wow. Really? Okay. What, why, what's, why are, what's better about them? This team was the worst second-half team for the last two months of the year. They won in New England, and that was it. I think they, they, they went, they went on vacation. Mike, they, they went, Who do they have now? Do what do they have now? Do they have anybody that can throw the ball with accuracy? Do they have anybody oh, that can read a defense? Oh You're going to get the Trey Lance is a bust. How about your guy? Your guy's just <laughs> as big a bust. We're all talking about Trey Lance. <laughs> then they go, oh, look at the next 10 guys that were drafted behind. Well, Fields is right in the middle. They had a bust as well. Terrible. Oh, Mike, Mike, he's going to prove you wrong this year, man. He's proven you wrong this year, man. He's got, he's got Mike, a he's playoff team. I bet, be? I bet them under six and a half wins. Oh, oh Mike. Yeah. They, look, the what offense, do you mean no? Look, the tell offense, me. Okay. Tell me about it. So I'm there at House Hall consistently there, Mike. Um, when, you look at the, <laughs> when you look at the offensive weapons they've added, DJ Moore, you're hoping that you get something out of Chase Claypool. Darnell Mooney will be healthy. Fields being just in the system. That was his first year in the system last year. They wanted to change up the offense so he could run. Yeah, but the offensive not, line has to go from here to here for them it's to gotten, be a winning on, team. On paper, it's gotten better. It's gotten better than last season. And they were one in seven and one score games with nobody. Yeah. Yeah. With nobody on this roster. So I think the Bears will Fields take a jump. Literally this season. carried them to be literally, just to be he literally in, had to carry those, them on his back. Just to be in those games. We were poking holes in, in all the other teams in the NFC North. And we said we said that the Bears are pretty unproven at every single sure. position. Sure. Right? There's a lot of potential, but they're unproven. But you look That's at, why I thought they'd be a good preseason bet because everybody's competing. Like every every job's being competed for. These guys are playing hard in the preseason. Right. And well and I mean, would you take them on Saturday? I don't bet Fields preseason. And, uh, I'm just giving you a theory. Uh, I just don't. I just don't. Other than I know that unpredictable. Sirianni will not try tonight. You can take the Colts tonight. He will not. They don't. If you watch the Eagles, they could care less to be out there whatsoever. But, you know, you used to be able to bet trends with the points, but there's been a lot of points scored this preseason. So, really, no mm. no real angles to take for me. Well, yeah, and then the commander snapped the uh, the, the Ravens streak. Yeah. So, that was uh, kind of common, go. though, wasn't that? Yeah, I mean, it had, it had to. to be. Like, well, you crazy streak. Did you see the Yankees uh, stat? Was, you know, they haven't lost a 10 straight in, since 1913. Like, of course they were going to beat the, the Nationals. Of yeah. course Aaron Judge was going to hit three home runs. Of course and he's they never hit gonna... three home runs in a game before. That's that kind of surprised me. Yeah. In that park, too, of, of all places. Um, but we were poking holes in all the NFC North teams. and You know, I, I think you can. You can poke holes in every one of them. I think if you're saying that about you know uh, Trey Lance, you could probably bring that up about Jordan Love. We talked about when the Packers do have a near uh, – negative or you know zero uh, turnover differential um, in 2022 plus two uh, 2018 they were six and nine uh, they were at zero like if he doesn't protect the ball 
I, I could see the Packers turning uh, down. But, uh, you know, the Lions, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. The Vikings were 11-0 and in, in one-score games last year. The they, Lions are the same as the Cowboys to me. I have to see it to believe it. I don't care absolutely. if the Cowboys win 13 games. They don't win in the playoffs. And I have to see the Lions win 11 or 12 games to win a division. I have to. The, I like the way they built their team around the line. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really thought. And people disagree with me on this, that they should have went out and gotten the, like, Lamar sweepstakes and went out and got a got quarterback. A quarterback Goff's yeah. not going to win a Super Bowl with them. No. Uh, he can't, he so. cannot play outdoors. You know, he's very oh, limited yeah. outdoors. He's a California guy. I know they won at Green Bay late in the year, but he, he, maybe they can win a division title with him. I think Green Bay believes in love to let Rodgers go like that, really kind of without a fight. It, will he be good enough? We'll see, but I think they're confident in him. Minnesota was a lucky team. Minnesota very and the lucky. Giants, two teams that met in the playoffs, neither of them really had the business being there. Right. Very, very lucky teams. But yet Minnesota would have to win five less games to go under their win total. So the division's up for grabs. It's kind of like the South. I mean, it's up for grabs, yeah. whoever wants to play well. I just, I'm not a fields guy. I watched him miss too many receivers against Alabama in the national championship <laughs> game to believe that this guy can be accurate. Hopefully he can prove <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yes, yes. That's Mike Palm, the VP of Operations here at Circus Sports. We appreciate your you. time so much. Is it good stuff? So, yeah. What awesome are these guys. young kids? Is it a lot of girls? You got a lot of girls. <laughs> a lot of girls following you, along. A lot of people. A lot of people are telling us to hire you. Yes, uh, <laughs> I can be rented out. Okay. Weekly fee. I can appear on your podcast. How often do you guys do this? Every day? Uh, every, yeah, five day. days a five week. We got. Uh, is this uh, your full time job? This, I'm just like a Shark Tank interview. Is this your full time? I job. cover the Bears yeah. full-time. Cover the Bears full-time. But yeah. for this or if in another way? Yeah, so we, we have different individualized um, podcasts. So CHGO Bears is where I'll primarily be on, but we all each cover we our team. We have uh, five days a week, one-hour shows for each every team from the Chicago Sky to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. You guys do an hour a week on each team. Yep. No, not us specifically, not us but specifically, we have, we have you know, we he have does a, the Cubs, I do the Sox, yeah, he does the Bears. Bears. And there's other Between the three of you, Chicago. or you have more people? We, in have, here. we, we have, have a bunch of staff, yeah. Bunch we of got, staff. We got probably like five people for each team. Yeah. Really? The Fire? The Fire have a big yeah. following? Fire got, a t- fire got people, especially, I mean, Messi's going to come to town, so I mean, Messi's coming to town, and so are all the Europeans are going to want to come to town. He's going to change the whole MLS. Oh, for sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, his what he's going to do. Felt. And you guys can make enough money. How do you make your money? You make it through selling ads on your podcasts? What's the revenue model here, uh, if I may ask? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how It's interesting to me be. with all these. Uh, but this. No, we got a – so we uh, – we, Obviously, are try to we try to be here for every single moment of uh, a Chicago sports fan's life. Uh-huh. Um, we have a uh, diehard program where people uh, – they pay to subscribe get, as well. Yeah, so. It's, so it's a subscription model, model where you get, uh, you know, uh, premium articles. Um, you get uh, percentage off events. Like we have a, we're at Cog Hill where mm-hmm. uh, they've had a ton of uh, PGA tours. We're gonna have a golf outing tomorrow, um, and you get twenty percent off to events like that. Um, and then uh, we got you merch. merch. Uh, very yep. proud of our merch. Yep. All three of us are wearing our yep. shirts. Did you guys um, all graduate from Northwestern? The School no. of Journalism is that uh, is University that? of nah. Iowa? University of oh, Iowa over here. You're yeah. a Hawkeye. I'm a Hawkeye. You stu- what did you study there? You studied communications. communications, and then I went to DePaul for grad school for communications as well. And you got a graduate degree in communications. Yeah, yep. oh, that's awesome. And from Waukegan, where did you grow uh, up? I grew up downstate Illinois, like close to Champaign, uh-huh. but I went to Eastern Illinois University. So that's where I got a journalism degree, and uh, yeah. Awesome. And I'm from the south side. You ever hear of St. Xavier University? No, I've never heard yeah. of it. You can't bet on it. So, <laughs> where what what <laughs> what city? What uh, what borough? What suburb? What? So uh, it's uh, this as southwest as you can get. 
Uh-huh. Um, so it's like Evergreen Park in Beverly. Um, if you know Mitch, Rosen I lived in Munster, Indiana for six years. When I, I, well, I ran yeah. the poker room at the showboat at Harris in East Chicago, whatever is Ameristar now. So yeah, I, I lived yeah. in the air for, for quite a while. It was awesome. Awesome. Appreciate Continued it. success to you guys. Appreciate Whenever it. they want the people. If the people want me to come on once in a while, I can come on and bust balls. <laughs> they want your own a, show. Oh, I get my own podcast yeah. back in, in Chicago? Show, yeah. Go yeah. on that podcast yeah. Yeah. and you can talk <laughs> about how Justin Fields isn't the guy. That'll get that'll get people to Well, to he's very polarizing. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's polarizing. the savior or the devil. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. that's really, yeah. you know, not since Bob Avellino. So. There's, no, there's no, you know. <laughs> no, in no in between. No in between. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank Appreciate you so much, it. Mike Palm. Thank you guys going to be at Bar Canada tonight? Yeah, yes, we're going to we be are? at the I'll uh, see you over there. Sounds we'll hang out. I'll buy you a beer. Sounds great. Thank right. you, Mike. Hold to that. Uh, Mike is the uh, VP <laughs> of operations here at Circa, a fantastic guest. And uh, make sure uh, that you follow Mike on Twitter if you enjoyed Mike so much, at Mike Palm Circa. Uh, so, I mean, he's running a fantastic place here. I mean, Circa Sports is Absolutely beautiful. Um, they do have these great uh, prize contests uh, going on, Circa Million and Circa Survivor. He's talking us into uh, pooling our money together and, and then starting <laughs> a million uh, entry. And, hey, I, I think we just all might I have gotta to do say, that. All I got to say is, I, and I don't think this is a bold take to say, but between the 15, 20 minutes he sat here with us, that is probably going to be my favorite part of, the, of all the shows that we do the rest of today and tomorrow I because think so. that was electric. He was on fire. <laughs> he was yeah. on fire. He's, we ask him about uh, the Bears and he's like, I don't believe in Fields. <laughs> it's like right off the bat too. It's like, oh man, you don't know this audience. All right gas, no breaks. Yeah. Um, All gas. Speaking of gas, Circle K. Uh, not only can you find them at, at your local gas station, I saw uh, their own uh, stand-up store pop up in my neighborhood, too. Yeah, no, uh, Circle K, and we're really excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. You can check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection, and premium gas, of course. And, guys, you got to look out for those freebies and giveaways down the road. Um, look, I was just coming back from my road trip from Indianapolis to Chicago. Had to stop by Circle K to just get up. Get all my one energy drinks that I needed for the throughout the trip and also the snacks that'll fuel me for, for my stay there. But best deals you ever got and they're gonna be at Circle K. You have your go to pickups and you know there's gonna be locations close to you. But again, we just wanna say thanks to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO and visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds. I could go for a polar pop. I can't lie. I, I would yes. love a nice yep. big thirty-two ounce polar pop from our, from our friends over at Circle K. Um, I'm dreaming, but we'll get we'll get it soon. We're gonna Eventually, be wrapping yep, soon. Yep. We got some baseball to talk about as well. Um, what else? I mean, Mike came in like a ball of fire. I forget <laughs> what else we're talking about. <laughs> and he's today. been doing that all, all yeah, over the media row here, so he he's bringing want it. To talk about all the stuff the, about Circle. You yeah, just want to talk no sports, sports Chicago sports. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, we want to let you know about. Game time. Hey, maybe you are going to come in for Jets week. They're talking about uh, the Raiders and Jets. Maybe yeah. you're out of town and you're looking for uh, an event in that city. Um, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun you'll have. They have day of the event 
tickets. They have tickets that you can get in advance. Our uh, co-worker, Vinny Duber, bought tickets to a concert well in advance, mm -hmm. and he enjoyed that re recently over at the Salt sh Shed in Chicago. Um, and most importantly, especially if you're going to Wrigley, you can get images of seats before you buy, yeah. so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for last game time, we'll credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download game today. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And hey, um, if you are looking for an event, the game time game of the week is the Bills and Bears. We talked Let's about go. Justin Fields starting on Saturday. Nick's going to take the red eye. You might be able to see Nick Moriano. <laughs> you don't want to see me at that point. <laughs> you can get uh, tickets right now uh, in section 446, row 12, two seats together, $35 each. Um, and see Justin Fields take the field. And, uh, again, this is, uh, as Mike said, polarizing. He's either going to be the greatest quarterback in Bears history or he's going to be a bigger Not. bust than Mitch Trubisky. Um, so head over to game time. Make sure that you are buying your tickets because you are either going to see greatness or more of the same. Or preseason football. <laughs> or preseason yeah. pre football. You also see Josh Allen in that game, guys, so definitely check out game time to get your tickets. But when you're going to the game, you have to also rock your Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather head with premium polarized shades and affordable price. Guys right next to me are rocking their Shady Rays. I left mine in my hotel room, so that's a loaf on me. But We didn't go outside, so I don't know why that's, you needed your sunglasses. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. Uh, Shady <laughs> Rays, you guys, is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair. We've worn here at CHGO durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. And like I said, I have my Shady Rays in my car for easy access. I know I'm going to look good when I wear them, have my eyes protected. So all those important factors, all, all part of the things that make Shady Rays amazing. And what's awesome is if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, the Tills will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is going to give you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Thousand people, and the three of us as well, they are the best shades I own. So uh, these, don't. These lights are so bright, I need to put my... My shitty rays. Don't stare at him, you guys. Future betting, betting at Circus yes. Sports. I mean, oh, we're going to yeah. go fate the Colts. Uh, we should have told Mike about the Colts. <laughs> yeah, should have told yeah, Mike yeah. about the Colts. Uh, he'll we'll, be gladly we'll, to come back. Yeah. He's, he's apparently knowing, buying us a beer. Knowing, yeah. knowing Mike and how he disagreed with pretty much everything we said, uh, he probably like he probably loves the Colts. Yeah. Probably does. He's, probably, he's got a Super Bowl future on the Colts. Uh, he's got a, an Anthony Richardson uh, Rookie of the Year ticket. Um, all right, so let's just wrap this up, Cody, uh, because I think we have to. Uh, Mike touched on it a little bit here um, <laughs> with the Cubs and the Sox, and we, we touched on it. But um, he talked about the Cubs not quitting, and you talked about the first half and now how they've kind of found their foot in the second half. Uh, yeah. Three and a half games back in the Central. Brewers still lead at 70 and 57. Cubs are at 66 and 60. Reds also uh, three and a half games back at 67 and 61. Um, but you look at the wild card and – the Cubs have a spot. So look at you. Uh, the Phillies lead the first wild card spot. Uh, they're two and a half games up, uh, but the Cubs and Reds currently tied for that second wild card spot. Now you take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. How you feeling about this uh, series coming up? Starting uh, it says four oh five, but that's because we're in Vegas time. So starting yeah. in about three hours. Yeah. Um, 
Well, they had a huge win yesterday. Uh, well, it was annoying, but it ended up being a huge win because they blew a 4 nothing lead against the Tigers. Uh, Jamison Tyone gives up a game-tying grand slam. Um, but then the Cubs, facing adversity, uh, score a couple runs, I think, in the eighth inning, and they go on to win 6-4. to uh, They are in the stretch right now where they're playing not-need good teams. They just won two or three against the Tigers. They won two or three against the Royals. They split with the Sox. Sorry, guys. Um, and now they have the Pirates to finish up this, like I guess, easy part of their schedule. Uh, the last time they played the Pirates, they swept them. I think they've won six or seven straight against the Pirates, actually. Um, saying that, I feel like I should feel good, but the Cubs haven't exactly played their best baseball during this bad stretch. They're just – it almost feels like they're lucky they're playing bad teams. But, yeah, they're, if the playoffs start tomorrow or tonight, they'd be right in there, uh, They'd in whether it's that second spot or that third spot of the wild card. So, um, you know, I, as far as the vibe right now, I feel good about the Cubs uh, with – Playing with house money at that at this point with them, uh, you know Vegas, uh, circa perhaps had them at uh, seventy seven and a half wins start the, at the beginning of the year and what they're at sixty six sixty six yeah uh, so if you took the over uh, can, I feel I would feel pretty good about that and I took them to win the division at plus six fifty I perhaps if I had doubled down during some of the bad times in May and June I would could perhaps maybe. Win more money. The three and a half back with, you know, they have a series against Milwaukee next week. They have to play – they have to go to Milwaukee at the very end of the year too. So, they're going to – they still have more games with them. Um, the division's not over yet. Four against Cincinnati too to start yeah, off September. So Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, no, they uh, – I as far as how I feel, I feel fine. Uh, I, w- I want to feel better, but I don't feel like the world is ending either. So, it's kind of a weird feeling, but – it feels uh, yeah, it's exciting right now to see meaningful games in September, in, in yeah. August and September from a baseball team here in Chicago. So, it's good thing, uh, yep. especially whenever you know the last handful of years for the Cubs have been they've been be- trying and battling times, honestly. So, um, you know, I think the future is bright with the organization, um, but for right now, I, for the rest of the season, for me, it, I have to you know I I wanna my fandom. Makes me want to go a little, like, be a little greedy and, and, and want more, but I'm trying to remain that, like, level headed just, through it, yeah. just making the playoffs this year would just be huge for the future. So that's where I'm sitting at right now. Before we get to the uh, Sox, I want to ask Nick about all these firings. Um, a big game tonight, taken on the Pirates. Cubs legend Rob Zestrinsky uh, is, is starting for the Pirates here. I want to ask. Because we're in Vegas, what is the hit parlay looking like? I feel like I'm going to go sprinkle on a little Seiya Suzuki home run. Mm. I don't know. Left-handed pitcher. Uh, Fun fact, this pitcher for the Pirates was part of the 2016 World Series champion Chicago Cubs. He was on the roster when they won the World Series. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Anyway, left-handed pitcher. Uh, I haven't done any research for this yet. So if I were to give you the hit parlay right now, and hopefully it hits – Yes, I, lo- I love Say Suzuki because he's been red hot over the last week and a half or so. Um, I also like Cody Bellinger because he's got an OPS over 1,000 against lefties. And then I would maybe Nico Horner or maybe Jan Gomes because he hits mm-hmm. really well against left-handed pitchers as well. So, uh, 
yesterday the hit parlay hit. We had I had uh, Bellinger, Nico, and Saya. Maybe I run it back. I don't know how back. much Zestrinsky will get run. Um, he led, led, did last pitch against the Cubs twice in, in June, uh, but he's only gone about an inning. Yeah, so, so he's, they, maybe they're just that's a bullpen day for them. So right. if you, the hit parlay, I would just in this instance go with just the best hitters that they have, and I think that includes Cody Bellinger and right now say Suzuki and maybe Jamer Candelario. He's been pretty good the last couple of days. He had a revenge series against the Tigers this week. So let's see. Um, and we'll be uh, heading down to the sports book and make sure you head, uh, check out at CHGO underscore sports on Twitter. Uh, we'll be placing all of our bets and probably be filming on little videos and stuff after we get food. Yep. Uh, but, Nick, you're wearing the, the White Sox CHGO script shirt, basically. Um, you know, we got the, 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 the red team, uh, you, you know, the red version of that. And then we took the, I really the like this shirt, but I feel like if I were to wear it, then people would just give me shit because, mm-hmm. like, we know it's the White Sox. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, but I, I would give a, you it's shit. It's a clean-looking shirt. But it is a clean shirt. It's so yeah. clean. Uh, and, again, check out the chgolocker.com for any of our shirts that we're wearing. Um, but, Nick, what would you make of all the firings? Uh, Rick Hahn and uh, Ken Williams being removed from their positions uh, as uh, White Sox senior vice president and general manager. Yeah, I just think, you guys, something needed to be done for a team that I think going into this season, I don't know, for me, like not obviously being, being a little bit removed from the team, but I, I just had better, higher expectations for a team that has a roster as talented as it is. And I think when you make those big decisions to take out the people at the top, you know, you do it with the idea that there's going to be change in this organization, that what is happening right now is not good enough. So when I saw the firings happen, I think I tweeted out that gift like, wow, they, they did something. This is like something hopefully that will put the organization in a better spot moving forward. But for Sean, like we were in, a, we were actually in the meeting to come to here for Vegas, and then you, had, yeah. you guys had to go yep, live. Literally. Just, yeah. I mean, what were like your – big takeaways um, from from that happening. Well, that was the thing is like I, I like I feel like there was so much fan jubilation when that happened. What was that Tuesday? That that happens yeah. on Tuesday. Absolutely shocked. They did something. And then I talked to Matt Peck yesterday and he ruined my mood. Um, because we, it talked about that the fact that White Sox season ticket renewals are coming up in a week. And he talked about how when Bulls fans stopped supporting the Bulls in 18 near the end of Jim Boylan. It was, they started making changes when people stopped showing up to the United Center, right? They made those changes, and obviously AK came in, and people believed in the vision of AK. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's them going outside. That's them going to what Eversley was from Toronto, uh, AK was from uh, Denver. Um, reportedly, the, the Sox are just going to promote Chris Getz. So it's like, what is this change for? Is this change to save your bottom line, or is this change to actually change your organization? And my gut feeling, my pessimistic being bitterness, is saying that it's just bottom line. It's just just money for Jerry Reinsdorf. At this point, I don't know how any White Sox fan could have any optimism for anything as long as Jerry Reinsdorf is the owner. And I, I say that genuinely as just like, like a baseball fan, the way that they run things, the way that they do things. Like, listen, I know the Cubs went 108 years without winning a World Series, but over the last year, since the moment that Theo Epstein came in in 2011, and honestly, and a lot there's a lot of hate for Tom Ricketts, but like Tom Ricketts, done, he's he he lets the front office do their jobs and and do all that. And I bring that up because when you guys were entering your winning window and you hire Tony Larusa instead of AJ Hinch, right. that's that's a sign of the owner 
like doing like going not letting the people do his job then the reports of Jerry not letting Rick Hahn like step down like like, what is like what is going on like it it's good that they probably let Kenny and and Rick Hahn out but at the same time how much I don't know I don't yeah how much how much change is really going to come as long as Jerry's the owner and like like I I I wake up at I've woken up the last couple days during all this news, and I just thank God that I support only one Jerry Reinsdorf-owned <laughs> team. Like, I don't know how to – Nick, I don't know how you do both bo- the Bulls either. and the White Sox, man. Like, and you have to go watch the Bears. I mean, I'm just like it's, – it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. And, like, as the Cubs guy, like, White Sox fans definitely deserve better than this, man. Like, I – I, I don't understand the like logic that they use and within the, the within the organization like the analytical people what some some of the lowest staff of analytics analytics guys uh, in the organization three four guys other teams have like way more than that you know what I mean like yeah like the baseball operations size base, like, yeah I mean like yeah. it's like they have like forty people in their baseball operations staff and you look at the Dodgers and Royals and they both exceed like eighty and ninety um, I don't know what the Cubs are at I haven't really I don't even counted, know either but that that really feels little brother of me. If if I'm going out and cu- counting the Cubs baseball operation, I feel like yeah. that's 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 me just getting well, out of either my, way. My, like my my, my they are very bo- the the whole reason I said this is like they're just very behind on like where everyone else is. They don't value it's, things it's like that they be valued, maybe. right. They yeah. they tried to take a you know a they tried to use like the Astros or the Cubs whatever model of like rebuilding the franchise after all those years of mediocrity, trading Chris Sale, like doing this whole rebuild like and like really promoting that and then. It lasted for what, two years? Yeah. Like, in last year was a massive disappointment. You still end up going 500. So you're like, well, there's talent here. Do, is the manager the whole reason that we were bad? Obviously not. And now this year, it's like, like Nick said, they were so much worse than even, like, I don't think anyone expected them to no. be this yeah. bad. And so it's like, that's why to me, you know, front office, sure. But at the same time, look at what Jerry has, has done and not let the front office do. How about when Machado was re- reportedly offered 175 million? He ended up getting like a 300 million dollar deal from the Padres. Like that's not even competing with. No, well with they a, they offered him 275 million, so they were what, like 25 million dollars short or whatever. Like whatever. That's, that's the whole report is that they they wouldn't it's go been the years. extra. Yeah. <laughs> why not? You're already that right, far right. right. Yeah, it, no. It's just like these little things where it's like sometimes they don't want to offer the money to the star player. The, yeah. They they don't want to spend money. They they've never given out a hundred million dollar contract, and then Jerry stepping in and doing other people's jobs when it's not his job. It's his job to be the owner and and do whatever the owner does. Man, like it's to me like from the outside looking in, it's just like like it's just a a mess. It's literally (laughs) and uh, thank you to everyone watching. Uh, We're gonna wrap this up in just a second, but it's literally like Tom Ricketts. If thirty years from now he just goes back and hires Theo Epstein. Because it's just what was comfortable. Like, Jerry Reinsdorf, yeah. when he came to the White Sox, bought the White Sox in 1981, Tony La Russa was here. Tony La Russa was a White Sox employee. And when he fires Rick Hahn, he fires Ken Williams, he's bringing back Tony La Russa as a consultant. And maybe he doesn't actually work for the team. Maybe he's not an actual employee. But he is being consultant, consulted by Jerry Reinsdorf on this decision. And whether it be Chris Getz or whomever, like, they have to get this right and if they stick with Chris Getz, it's just going to be the same organizational failures over and over again. Maybe Tony La Russa can actually help. Mm-hmm. 
don't have a lot of faith in that, but maybe. <laughs> There's a um, possibility. I, I wouldn't have any – I would probably be more pessimistic and bitter than Sean is if I was a Sox <laughs> fan, honestly. We're, and that, and you're that's out, You're trying to outbitter me? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, anyways, that's going to do it for the CHGO Sports Podcast. want to thank uh, Kevin Kaduk for uh, letting us uh, use his show, brand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, we also yeah. want to let you know about our friends over at Goose Island. Again, uh, this is – the, CH, the Chicago Sports Podcast uh, presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com slash locations. That's Cody Delmendo. You can follow him at Cody underscore CHGO. That is Nicholas Moriano. You can follow him at Nicholas Moriano. I am Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. We have 123 people still watching us strong. Please appreciate hit that thumbs up button. We really do appreciate everyone supporting our shows out here at Circa. This has been so much fun, and we are not done yet we still have more shows uh next show is going to be at 6 p.m central 4 p.m in vegas so we got about two and a half hours to go get some food and uh get to go gamble uh yeah. so uh go <laughs> we'll be back for... at chg underscore sports for those videos yeah we'll be back for bears after dark and apparently greg braggs will be joining us. oh boy. He here we go for like a second. so we, ju- we just got screamed at by mike palm uh, a meatball now greg braggs is gonna yell uh, at us from like, the meatball from from uh, meatball island from the region awesome. In, Illinois, in Indiana, probably. That's great. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, and it, thanks again to everyone for tuning in. This has been awesome, the amount of people watching us. And shout out to Marissa for uh, producing the show, too. We wouldn't be able to do any of this if we didn't have people who knew how to start do all this stuff. This, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and launch all this and set up all the equipment. So, uh, yeah. thank you, Marissa, for producing. And uh, thank everyone back in Chicago uh, for helping out as well. We'll talk to you at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Central time to talk Bears. 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 Bears.